Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. We're going to start a new series. We're going to look to the book of Hebrews on dealing with the hurt, pain, and struggles that we all face in today's world. And uh, let's pray. Father, we are so grateful today that we have an always, every week, an opportunity to hear from you, to worship you. Lord, to start our week out, whether someone's tuned in or whether they're here today, as we open your word to the power of your spirit that you've given us the day we accept you as our Savior Take within our spirit today exactly what each and every one of us need. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, somebody asked sometimes, how, how do you, like, figure out what you're doing, what you're speaking on, and so forth sometimes? I, you know, I said, you know what? I don't really have, a like, a schedule or anything. Like, I just do a lot of studying. And all of a sudden, something will happen. Or, you know, it'll come into me, and, and I'll just write it down and, and, and want to do a series on it. And so, um, uh, if you've ever seen this on YouTube, yeah, I'm, stay with me here. This is how I got this series. So, anyway, so if you've ever seen this on YouTube, there's a guy that goes around. He's got a real successful YouTube page, and he goes around, and he goes to restaurants. And he gives a waitress a terrible time. Just, you, oh, it makes you cringe if you're watching. Like, he's just giving her a really hard time. Usually it's a lady, she's like in her 20s, you know, so she doesn't really know how to react to what the guy's doing. And he's just really giving her a rough time. So she comes back to give him the bill. And uh, so he goes, hey, because I got to tell you something. She goes, well, she goes, what? He goes, I, I got to confess something. She goes, what? She goes, I, you know, I do this all the time. She goes, I'm sorry I gave you a hard time, but, but you know what? Just to make up for that, here, here's a $1,000 tip. He does this all the time. And, and here's, what, here's how I got this series out of that, is because every, I, I, without exception, I, I'm not kidding, without exception, every time he does that, here's what happens. The person, the young lady, usually, it's all of a sudden, there, there's like a, like, this is not really happening. And then complete, like, she explodes, you know, just like, uh, you know, she's completely like that and starts to talk about, I'm behind my rent or my parents are, you know, it's, we're going and somebody's in the hospital and this is, I can't travel home to see everybody. It's just one thing after another. Now, what I saw from that was, was two seconds, one second, She's having a hard time. That's life. I mean, she's having a hard time. But you know what? She's getting up. She's doing it every day. No matter how hard she's doing it, that's you. That's exactly what you're doing. And then you don't realize till all of a sudden something happens to where there's a breakthrough. And then you realize, whew, all of that comes flying from you that is pent up within you. Don't realize what, what's there. We don't realize what's there right now. It's there. How, how do we deal the struggles dealing with all this stuff that you have to do? A work situation, 
and it made me a, a, a child or an adult child. Your health situation, I, I have no idea what many of you are dealing with. But I know this. It's something. And it's something that you're dealing with right now. And, and to see all those young ladies every time, something comes down and there's always a story. And with that story, and you see such relief and thankfulness and crying. Why? Why is that? Because just temporarily, temporarily, for right then, and for a while longer, maybe a few weeks or a month, that has been solved. It's been changed. Now, I want you to know today, as we open God's Word and, and to read God's Word, how, how do we do that? I, when we dealing with all the things you do, deal with that you're dealing with right now, and you get that phone call, and it all happens again, how do you deal with that? Well, well let's, let's just take a real simplistic way of looking at it so it locks in with you to where you have this to, that we can use this all the time. In the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 27 through 28, I think we might have even looked at this several months ago. We're going to look at it again. But now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of the things that are made. The things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. You know what? I take a deep breath with us is to know that how that you start to deal with whatever you're dealing with, because that pressure is there. How do you deal with that? The way you deal with it is know this. It's not you. You don't have to deal with it. That's the greatest thing about being a believer. We think we've got to deal with it. That's why we're so exhausted most of the time. You lay in bed at night, everything's rolling around in here, and then that physically exhaustion, you got to go up and do it again the next day and the next day, and, all this, and then something else throws in on top of it, right? How do you do it? Know that you can do it because somebody's doing it for you. You ever have somebody come in, and, you know, maybe you're, uh, I, I don't know what it could be. I, my car's not real, my SUV's not real clean right now, but I like it to keep it clean. I don't like if you get in it and dirty it up. But I, I just want you to know, That'll stay with you a minute. You'll keep that, you know, anyways. But here's the thing. Do you ever get in? So you might have a car that's just a mess all the time, okay? And, you, oh, you know, somebody gets in. Oh, excuse you. Know, yeah, I've been real busy, and I haven't had time to, you know, clean. Yeah. All right. Here's the deal with that. Do you ever get somebody come on, and all of a sudden, you're doing something. You're busy in the house, wherever, and all of a sudden, you come on. Hey, while you're getting ready, I clean the whole car and wash your car for you. I guess not to me that that happened to happen. But anyways, some, let's just use that as an example. Somebody does something for you. It, I, it might be really simplistic. They do something for you, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, thanks. <laughs> I can't believe that you did. What if we realized every day that we have somebody in the spiritual world that we can't even see that is there to fight those battles every day. 
We, we don't have, you don't have to, you and I have to be willing. When I know that I'm going on my own strength, a lot of things are happening through the week, I know I've not turned it over to the Lord. I've not given the Lord enough time with it. I've not thought about the Lord. I'm here to share with you today. How do we do it? You can't do it. What you're dealing with right now, you can't deal with. You can't physically and in, 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 in emotionally, all these things. Why do we see in our society, especially since the pandemic, why do we see so many young people have so many mental problems that we've never seen before? Why? I'll tell you why. Yeah, is the pressure? The pressure was just as much there when you had an 18-year-old kid going off to World War II. That's pressure. Or any other war. Knowing and seeing your kids. So there's just as much pressure. There was just as much pressure then than there is today. I don't want to hear that. Is there a lot of pressure? Yes. We've got to find a way to deal with it. What has happened today with our young people, we've seen all the suicides all over the place on college campuses and in high school and everywhere. Why is that? It's because they're not being shown that Jesus can be the answer in their life. That's what we're missing. And what you and I have is I'm talking to me just as much as I'm talking to you. I I need it just the same. As a kid in high school, you have insecurities, you have them just the same when you're 50 or 60. It doesn't matter. How do you work through that? You work through it, denying it. The Bible tells us in Colossians, Christ in me, the hope glory. Now you're not, don't, don't do some of the television evangelists on stuff. You see, you're not a little God. No, no, you will never be a God. We are a child of God. And as a child of God, as God is our heavenly father through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, the spirit within us strengthens us to the place as we know that as those verses that we just read, there is a shaking going on all over the world. What are we seeing shaking? What's going on right now? You know, hey, whatever happened to the U- Ukraine war, by the way? What? It's still going on. There's a lot of people being hurt and killed. What? I don't get it. It's still bad. It's still, there's just so many other things. I hate to even say it's taking its place. Now we see over Taiwan and China and all the powder keg that that could be. Our world, from the, the, all the different things that we see in the ecosystem and all the things that are changing with that, everything is changing. Everything is being shaken. That's biblical. How we do this is that we have to stand on the rock that can never be shaken. And when we say that, well, how does he do that? Well, let's see. How, how does a, If we see everything so much being shaken in this world, well, then we need to be with one that can't be shaken. And, and when we're the one that can't, if we're with the one that can't be shaken, we're not going to be shaking. I love when you, you're out somewhere at all and a little kid's with, with their mom or dad and they get scared. What do they mean they do? They, they go, what do they do? They, no, look at this. They go up. They go up to grab the hand of mom or dad or grandma or grandpa. Why? There's this trust. There's security in that. Because according to that grandchild or child, hey, 
They can't be shaken. That's the way they look at it. God's the same way in our life. So how do we do it? Well, let's build on it. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 and 5. For though we walk in the flesh, can't help it, we live in the flesh, we look at each other, there's flesh we see, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought, not just a few, not, not, not just a lot, every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. It's real, I always say to people, you know, and I, and I want to be careful because I kind of grew up some this way, but I'm so thankful for my heritage at the same time. It's not a lot of do's and don'ts. It's to Jesus. It's what's important in the spiritual life. And what's important is you and I, that we have it real basic. It's just right here. Now, I don't know what happened to last week, but it went by really fast. And all God says, listen, take a few minutes with me every day. Every day. And what he says I will do, which is important. Here's what happens. If we don't have God's word within our spirit, it's pushing, it's fighting against everything imaginable every day. And you and I, many ways as a believer, don't even realize it. Because it just, it's just, Jesus is just part of our life. And, it, and it's all moving and happening and working. So, and God's making it work. And all he's saying, well, how, how is it? God's word is placed within your thought process. So when Jesus is in your thought process because of your spirit is moving, you've been fed through God's word and it's in there, those thoughts that pull you down five minutes ago, whatever's on your mind, you don't give it away to let it get in. The Bible says right up front, you grab it right where it is and you throw it into captivity and get rid of it. Whatever it is, you can't do that. You'll never be able to do that. You can't. It, it, it. You can go on and on and on. You know, I laugh at this. I still laugh this day after all these years doing this. The, the, when I was a freshman in high school, and, you know, you hear people, oh, I didn't do, you know, I struggle with grades. I struggle with my grades, I'm telling you. I just, my, I thought my mom, I thought we were going to have to put her somewhere my freshman year in high school because it was bad. It was bad. I got, I got three Fs and a D, I think, okay? That's bad, okay? That's not good. You can't wash that, you know, yeah, I used to get Cs and yeah, no, it was bad. You know, and my mom was having a meltdown. And, I, you know, my dad's trying to call on me. Something's wrong with son, and I don't know what's going on. And, you know, the whole thing. I was bad. Anyways, the point of it is this. All, and, and one of those Fs was in a speech class. I told the teacher, I was so intimidated by all of the upper class of juniors and seniors. I don't know why I was in there as a freshman. I was only about that tall as a freshman anyways. So anyways, so I don't know what happened. But here's the point. The point was, 
I, I, I know I told this probably a year or two ago, but the teacher's shoes real nice and, and, and uh, everything, but I'm too intimidated to proclaim. And she says, oh, she haven't done your speeches. I know I haven't done it. I'm not going to do it. I didn't say it that way, but I said, I can't do it. She goes, why can't you? I can't get up in front of everybody and do this. She goes, you know, if you don't do that, you're going to get an F. I said, I know. Go ahead. Give me an F. And I said, I swear. I said, that's what I said. And, um, and I laugh about that all the time. You know, who would ever thought and thousands of people, thankfully, the Lord let me preach all these years. So anyways, what's the point? You got to be very careful by who's out here. Man, the world's going to knock you down as soon as you walk out that door. How are you going to defend that? How are you going to keep your confidence? How are you going to do what you need to do, what God wants you to do in this life? And have peace and joy and all. Well, the sword of the Spirit that's into the unseen world is the Word of God. You want to make your life easier tomorrow? Go to bed with a devotion tonight or wake up first thing in the morning tomorrow and open up God's Word just for a few minutes. And you'll digest that the rest of the day. God is so amazing. He will give you exactly the verse you need for tonight, tomorrow, a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now. Because you are his child. God tells us, though, to know that you have the weapons to tear that down. How are we going to do that? Okay, recognize only Christ can do it. How are we going to do it then? We let him do it. He does it through his word, through the spirit that lives within us. And when you start to think that God gives you a verse or you get a phone call, someone encourages you some way, somehow in your spirit, you know, I know that God tells me, if he tells me in these words, I can cast those strongholds down in my life, means I can do it. Through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever is bothering you today, whatever is warring against you today, take it and through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, the sword of the Spirit, it is a weapon. The Word of God will cut down anything that's before you. And you will have joy and peace right in the midst of the battle. Let's close with this last verse. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. How, how, do, we, how do we keep this going? Because you're going to have times we live in the flesh. How do we keep this going? Yeah, it's good today, but Thursday it's going to hit me harder. All right, what does God tell us in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5? Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have access, there's a word again, by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of glory. And not only that, but we also glory. It's hard to figure out when you read this. We glory in those tribulations knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint 
because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given, given to us. Two words you see there at the beginning. Got to do it this way. It doesn't work. By faith, you got to believe. See, part of the aspect of trusting God so much in your life gives you more energy. Now, why do you say that, Dallas? Part of trusting God in your life through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ by faith gives you more energy. You know why? Because you don't have all that energy being sucked out of you the other way. In other words, you're not being sucked dry from everything that you're thinking about all the time about what is happening in your life. You don't give the devil time for that because there's too much of the Word of God in you. And when we do that, we still have to deal with it. It might be Thursday or Friday. You know, you still might have a hard time with the same thing that you got better about Monday and Tuesday. What is God telling us? God is telling us, don't look to your flesh and gauge what's happening in your life right now because of the way that you're feeling. God tells us and gives us an insight on how to deal with these things that we're dealing with in life. And he says, it's, I don't even like verbalizing it. It's most of the time, it's not going to be fixed overnight. Why? God tell, gives us an insight right there. Ah, thou should stop preaching like a minute ago. It would have been fine. No, God tells us right there. Right there, why? Because something's going to happen in your life through this thing that's happened. God is going to take it, and what is he going to do with it? Let me read it again, what he's going to do. And not, uh, verse 3, and not only that, be all, we, we glory in what you're going through, knowing you know, right now, knowing, as we read, this tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance, character, you become a different person, the person you want to be. And character, hope. You always know Jesus is going to come through. And finally, verse 5. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit who is given to us. You know, as a believer, no matter how difficult it might be right now, and you let God work his course, work his way on that path in this life, and you let the Lord do it, This is Jesus telling you today. You will never be disappointed. I just read it. God says if you let him take this thing in your life, no, you don't understand it. You take the word of God and let him work and let the Holy Spirit work and guide and direct you. You will not be disappointed at the end of this trial. Whatever it might be. I don't know what it is. And the way that Jesus, and we close with this, the way that you just keep going, you keep going. The last part of that verse. Because the love of God has been poured out into, just poured into our hearts through Jesus Christ. 
that constant flooding that comes into your soul that you know without a doubt that you are a child of God. Jesus is not doing this to tease you. He's not doing all these things and he's not letting the devil beat you up for no uncertain purpose. There is a reason why you're going through what you go through. And as you do that and you can keep it together in a way to know that, Lord, only you can do this. I can't do it. Knowing that how do I do it is your word. And knowing that the way that it continues to happen, if I hold on and I continue to hold on and that is only by faith that I trust you. But Lord, I really don't have a choice. You know why I don't have a choice? Here's why. Who else am I going to trust? Who else are you going to trust? As much as you love your mate or as much as whatever, and you fill in the blank to something, they cannot be there 24 hours a day. They can't do it. It's impossible. Jesus is there with us all the time. And the way that we begin to deal with what we deal with in this life and have the underlying joy and peace that we can have every day that God wants us to have. I just take a deep breath. Say, all right, Lord, you, you've not complicated this. I, I, maybe I have. I, I don't know. But, Lord, I, I want to give this to you. I want to know I can't do it. I don't know. Well, all these things I've got to deal with right now, I know I can't do it. I'm going to open your word. You're going to do it for me. And through the process, a year, two years, three years, I don't know how long it might be, but I know this. You will look back not only at the end of the process, you'll look back a little ways through. I say, wow, Lord, I, I, I don't like what I've had to go through, but I've liked, I'm thankful, Jesus, what you're changing me to, what you're making me. And who I am today to compare who I was three years ago. That's the God we serve. And Jesus loves you today more than you ever imagined. I don't care what your background is, what you've done, who you are. Jesus has a plan. And he will help you just the same as those waitresses and everybody else, just like you and me. All that pressure is right here today. Hey, let Jesus blow it down, give it to him, and say, hey, Lord, we're going to do this together. And uh, I know you're going to make it a whole lot better than what I've tried to do. And, Lord, if it doesn't get exactly the way I want it to be, man, at least I have the joy and the peace. Hope, hope does not disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. You've had a lot of funerals, whatever, like this, that, whatever people, close things happening in life. And, you know, uh, I always try to think, how can I get everybody to realize that our, that our life, I mean, it's so fast. It's so fast. And if it does go by like a vapor, which it does, and it is, Hope does not disappoint. Jesus in your life will never, ever disappoint you. No matter what stage you are, high school, 60s, 70s, it never doesn't matter. He's always there to listen. He's always there to pick you up. He's always there to grab your hand and say, hey, when you can't do it, I'll do it for you. Let's pray. 
So our heads are bowed today. If you're here and you're listening, or especially if you're watching, we have hundreds and hundreds of people are watching our apps and live, and we always want to give an opportunity why Jesus died on the cross. Not he was just a good person. He shed his perfect blood. He's God's son to give us eternal life. There's a purpose. And all I want to share with you today, if you're watching, whether your background is Baptist or Catholic, or I don't know what it might be. Maybe it's nothing. The Bible says, which is God's word, tells us, for whosoever, whosoever, shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's anybody. So if you're watching today, you say, Dallas, say, you don't know me, you don't know my bow. You're right. I know this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believeth on him going to heaven so all you got to do is pray this prayer with me to find heaven as your home Jesus I don't understand all this Dallas talked about faith today and by faith by faith right now I, I'm going to ask you into my heart and Jesus I believe that you're God's son and that you shed your perfect blood for me on the cross of Calvary. He died for all of my sins. Right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me, Jesus, for all of those sins I've done. Come into my heart by faith to be my Lord and Savior. And from this day forward, Help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you always for salvations and victories. Lord, and we always want to give an opportunity here before we close our service out. If there's someone here that doesn't know you as their Savior, may they accept you today. May they accept you today. As Ben leads us in this verse, in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son 
to die on a cross for you. Just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.